0: When we started shopping, Margot and we we were shopping it for a really long time, and we had I, we worked with so many amazing producers. It taught me so much. I like learned the art of the art of the pitch and all of that stuff. <laughs> uh, a nightmare. I, the fact that like I'm so grateful that I have the acting background because if I if when I'm just in writer brain, I'm like I can't do it. I can't do right. it. Yeah. But that being said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: nerd on
2: what is going on everyone welcome to nerd on the podcast you didn't need but you deserve where all levels of nerd are welcome yeah you are today we are joined by the writer and creator of are you there god it's me margo the star of missy meanie in Ned's Declassified, and of course, the star of uh, Everclear's wonderful oh music video. Oh, you're but really most, digging in there, aren't most you? Most importantly, my dear friend Carly Case is here <laughs> on this Nerds Explained episode. Before we get too far into it, though, I'm Corey.
1: Uh, uh, I'm Tom. And I am Josh. And you already, I mean, there's Carly. Yeah, Carly. And this episode is brought to you in part by the members of the Nerd On Nation that is powered by Patreon. As a member of the Nerd On Nation, you do get fun perks like. You get bonus episodes that nobody else hears. You get early access to these episodes. You get a lot of fun perks. One of my favorites is you get secret channels on our super public Discord server that only you have access to. This is true. It is is very true. Very true. And you also get what we call the Nerd On Nudge on our other weekly show, the Nerd On Update, where we answer your questions first. But check it out. Do consider joining that because it does allow us to keep the literal lights on and just keep Upgrading our content and being the best that we can be. Just four quarters, baby. Just four quarters. <laughs> and That's we're getting close. <laughs> when you close. put it that
0: way, it's right. so easy. It's so
2: easy.
1: That's That's right.
3: was, this is the best dollar you could spend in your life. Yeah. You know
1: so <laughs> check it out. You could spend <laughs> yeah. nerdon.tv backslash Patreon and nerdon.tv backslash Discord. And a huge shout out to our other partners in crime Odyssey, Apogee, and Embody Addy, 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 Addy.
2: So since that ends our <laughs> housekeeping, let's get on with the rest of our episode. Uh, Carly's here to speak with us today on our Nerds Explained series. We're going to be talking about screenwriting and, and more importantly, um her, what do you call it? Script therapy? Code, uh, what's what's I, the official title of the program, Blank Page Coaching?
0: Really good question. No, <laughs> um, essentially screenwriting, I guess, coaching. But the niche really is accountability for mm-hmm. people because mm. screenwriters need... Well, listen, we all need it. But, like, I've really found through my own journey and through everyone else's journey <laughs> that there there's accountability needed. And so that's kind of my niche, but I do a little bit more than that. But, but yeah, I would be screenwriting coaching. I right. Guess.
2: Cool. Uh, and that is blank page coaching. Before we get into that though, let's take it back a bit. Uh, and just kind of where did, where did the, you started in the industry young, but where did this screenwriting kind of take place? When did that become a, um,
0: a focus for you? I did a lot. So as you said, I've been working in the industry since I was Child. I did bring out the music video. That was on me. I I I couldn't resist it. It's it's been a minute since someone threw Everclear in there. But um (laughs) after many years, I just after reading six billion scripts, I was like, I just started getting older and being like, you may want to do this. And then the older I got, I was like, no, I do want to do this because so many of the things I was auditioning for, I was like, (sighs) (laughs) I I want I wanna I wanna try. And um, so I wanna say like Seven years ago, eight years ago is when I started doing half scripts. Okay. Hence yeah. why I say accountability. It was, I was doing half like, in the like, toe a half, like, like I have such a good idea. And then I wrote half a script.
3: So act one and two can't fit. Can't. Get it can't. Okay.
0: Sometimes just act one, you know okay. what I mean? You're just okay. like, okay. this is so good. And just the like, vibe of it. Just and the, the vibe. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you're like writing that vibe for the first act. And then you're just like, eh, mm, we're done here. So I just had a lot of those. Mm-hmm. And I was giving way too much meaning to not being able to finish anything. Like, I guess I'm just not supposed to, you know, all the things, right, right, right. all the things ah, we do. Yeah. We I'll I do it. Yeah. And then finally one day, um, a like mentor who was also an acting coach for me and just became like family one day. He was like, w- we had been at dinner and he was like, if there's anything I can do for you, like, just let me know. I just, I love you so much. And I was like, I want to finish a screenplay. <laughs> I really just want to finish a screenplay. And so he was like, all right, I'll let's meet up every two weeks. And we're just, you're going to finish it. And I was like, okay. And because I respected him enough and he was like, it was just like, there was just enough to be like, I'm going to feel like an ass if I'm wasting his time and I'm not I doing to show it. up yeah.
2: empty handed. And there yeah. was
0: no, like, it, it, it was certainly what I'm doing with people now is far more specific, but it was literally just every two weeks we're meeting up for coffee and we're going to read your pages or we're going to at, at least talk about them. And it was terrifying, but it ultimately... It gave you a deadline. It it gave me a deadline and it changed everything for me. And so from that point on, for now, probably more like six years or so, it's been like nonstop writing. And it's just like, but it definitely came from feeling frustrated by so much of the stuff I was auditioning for. And just being like, there has got to be better ways to tell stories than this for women, but also just people in general. There's so many brilliant projects out there, but there's also so much. Rap. I want to change. You want to see. Be the change uh-huh. you want to see.
3: I want to dive into that a little bit, just because I feel like there is a trend of people who are kind of like taking matters in their own hands, right? And there's a lot of I think great writers that aggregate out of being in front of the camera, and then realizing there is a space and a gap where they can exist and tell their stories. So I want to kind of ask you where you know what what are the things that you are writing? What what are the themes, the subjects, the characters that you found that like was just missing that you now are occupying or it felt
0: like and you're seeing a little bit more of it now but it's still like very it's it's feel it's more complicated and we can like get into that later about like what people are actually buying right now and, mm. and all of that but you're seeing more complicated women portrayed now but i really felt like six years ago or so it was like everything was Hot girl, and she has nothing to offer anybody but her hot girlness or mean, just mean. Like it was just or drunk, only drunk. Like it just felt like it's one note. We have no arc. And then doesn't know
3: how pretty she is.
0: Oh, 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 good. If I mean, we need to start like charging people who are putting that in their descriptions. Like she's gorgeous, but she doesn't know. And you're like, what does it even mean?
3: I
2: how like, do you I act that? I don't know how that. to, phys- yeah, really, like, you know to physically I really this. thought that was going to end when I saw Not Another Teen Movie and they're like, takes the glasses off and goes, you're beautiful. And I was like, thank you. And then it still
1: happens all the time. <laughs> I, had a, I had a friend the other day who's a screenwriter that, um, who was like, so apparently people, they just want to buy Ted Lasso and Squid Games now. Yeah. Okay, so this, <laughs> this
0: is what I mean. Yes, it's in, it's in the industry. But it, yeah. So essentially at the time, it was it was feeling like so much of it was one note female characters Mm -hmm. and also not written well. Like the dialogue, like literally being like one of the biggest things and you know this is that I'll say, did did they read this out loud before they had someone- (laughs) audition for this because there's dialogue that you'll get as an actor that you're like this is this, this doesn't it's not even ca- grammatically it can't even, it's grammatically a mess but it also like if you say it out loud it doesn't it doesn't make sense and so then you find yourself as an actor kind of doing your little ad lib to like make it work and sound better and, and all you that stuff also stu- like
1: as an actor like you're reading the script and you're like am I gonna be effed if I add the word that's supposed to be there right yeah. like, Cause cause they know like, the typos don't, don't here too don't right? yeah. like, I'm not I'm I just not want the sentence to make I sense just, Right. I, I just don't want to come off as an idiot. I feel like idiot. there needs to be a noun in here. <laughs> yeah. I, uh,
0: 100%. It is, and it's it's insane when you do know how many stages it has to go through to get to the audition point that you're like, there's no reason, you guys,
2: sure, it for is. it to
0: be here still. <laughs> like, Someone had to have put a red flag, but no. So it was just, I think it was just a lot of that, honestly, of just being like, I wanted to, and I know this sounds so silly, but I'm telling you, it's so real being blonde like i know it's like but i literally it's like if you are blonde you don't get taken seriously for dramatic roles and i had like and i've i've dyed my hair before but i started getting like my friend joy was like you need to be the rebel blonde because i had i had reps being like dye your hair brown they'll take you seriously then and i was like what does that mean (laughs) like like i get it it's not that hard i can go dye my hair but i was like that's Madness. That's a problem. If we can only see a blonde, are we still making like, decisions
1: <laughs> based off cliches? Yeah. Oh
0: god. I and mean, again, and like blonde is the stupidest example, but it it even goes that far. Is my point mm. is like even stupid hair color was like, well it was, and also after having done like Missy Minnie, a cheerleader right. on Nickelodeon, it was just like always the perpetuation of like mean girl roles and stuff I was like okay it was fun when I was 14 to 16 but like (laughs) I'm ready to explore some other stuff now and I have been I have been very fortunate to do cooler stuff and that's that is part of why I was like, okay, there is cool stuff out there. Right, there's always I, exceptions along always, the way. Always, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been, I like so many of the things I've worked on as an adult. I was like, I'm the luckiest person on the planet. But I was like, but I want to be part of that, and I want to stop sitting here and just being mad at all the other girls. Right, right, right,
3: right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're providing solutions instead of just shaking 100%. your fist at the air. And I feel like there also goes in. You know, you talked about hair color, but also there's body types, right? Oh and it's my just god! Like, yes. If you're a bigger person, you're always gonna be the joke for no damn reason. Yep. Instead of like, oh, they they're the leading role.
0: It's you know? it's. So beyond fucked up. It's beyond fucked up. And I think we're scratching at changing it now, but it's still, I think there's still a lot of like, hey, look over here, we're doing this, but like behind the scenes, it's still so slow to change.
3: Yeah, and I think it's because, you know, decision makers, wherever they have you, is only thinking with their lizard brain and going very visceral of like, oh, this is what's been done for the last 30, 60 years. And so, you know, it's it's about time to have a little bit more sophistication in the writing, which I think you're scratching. And just
0: nuance. I'm like, that's like one of my favorite words is like, Nuance. We've seem to have lost it. Yeah. <laughs> as a as a country, as a world, as in everything. In arts. I mean you can look anywhere and look. It's like we've lost nuance and I'm obsessed with nuance. Well, like
3: well, everyone wants to have be able to easily categorize a thing and not right. have to think for it. Yep. So that's why mm-hmm. like everything's called content. It's not called right. uh, a painting or music right. or you know, a, a film. You know, it's like, oh, it's just content. They're no, a content geez, maker. Yeah. Um, versus like uh, you know, you could say
1: like, oh, it's a comedy. It's like, well, it's more of like a coming of age drama that Absolute, has f- yeah. comedy in it. Absolutely. Well, you are also starting to see which is a breath of fresh air for me, but it's not its not as much as it should be, but mental health is being talked about yeah. a, a lot more, mm-hmm. not as much as I think it should be, right. but it's, and it's starting to be more nuanced. Like yep. I think where people are going into things that aren't just um, trauma, they're going into the nuances of trauma yep. and stuff like that. Like it's starting to be a bigger, opening up the conversation yeah. instead of just the cliches of this is what we're going to talk about. There's, mm-hmm. so it's, it does look like changes are happening in terms of what content mm-hmm. is being put out. Yeah. No, I do think there see,
0: like, I do think there is. It's just like a trickle. A it's like done. I feel like, for instance, like Ted Lasso. Like, I mean, I'm I absolutely love that show. But I do like, I think everybody goes like, Well, look, we have Ted Lasso. And you're like, you're pointing to one show. The
3: exception. And the you're, yeah, yeah. And
0: and thank right. God for that, because it's on air and it's doing so well. But you're like, but the fact that it, that it's one, it's hard to come up with like five other off the top. of your, And there's so much yeah. out there that it should be easy to be like, you know, during this time in the world, like my husband and I would always be like, at the end of the day, you're like, oh, what do you want to watch? And we're like, everything is, sad yeah. and stressful and the yeah. anti-hero is still so loud. And I'm like, that's why it was like Ted Lasso, like when it hit, it was like, it was like thir- being thirsty for a hundred hours yeah. and finally having a drip of water. It was like, oh, like kindness can be fun to watch. Like all of that stuff. positivity. So yeah, right what? what? Who would have thought? It's
2: the reason like uh, my wife and I still have that issue at night, like we'll g- have these long days and come home. Like there are ten- tons of things tons. I should be watching. Yep. And then we go, should we just like put on New Girl for like a little yeah. bit just to oh, but like, also
0: because it's also New Girl is so good
2: yeah but like it's
1: that that yes. feeling of like I just yes. need something that, that is we easily digestible The Walking Dead or Ted Lasso like, yeah right <laughs> probably go to bed with Ted well, Lasso in your brain
3: And uh, I mean I think you're talking about like how like you know we have Squid Game and we have Ted Lasso and I think what tends to happen is a lot of people just uh, take the wrong lessons from that yeah. and they're like oh, I want to do the next Ted Lasso yeah. it's like why would you do the next what you got
0: well especially because like i'm sure you guys have seen the article about the creator of squid games like it took him 10 years mm-hmm. to make that i mean
3: same thing with queen's gambit
0: that you're like this, like and ultimately people had to make Take a chance. Oh, right. and we're all, t- it's yeah. every everything is a chance. That's the thing. But like someone had to take a chance to do Squid Game. And that's the only way we saw it blow up is because someone took a chance on a concept that took 10 years. Like it, it that yet, doesn't fit
2: the formula exactly that, that they know as success. 100%. Yeah. And now
0: everyone's trying to replicate that. And you're like, oh, and I don't blame people for trying to do that because everyone's trying to get their foot in the door. But at the same time, you're like, but the only reason Squid Game is Squid Game is because there was nothing There's like nothing out Squid there. Game yeah. out there. You know, it's, it's, yeah, it's uh, the nuance. It's nuance. <laughs> it's yes. the
1: irony that we always talk about in the industry of like I can't get experience unless I get the job, yep. but I can't get the job without the experience. Yep. And you're like, I mean,
0: whatever. Cool. <laughs> cool. I'll just sit back here and know this and be angry. Cool. Right. We,
3: we can go on all day about like kind of I think the issues with that, but I right. do want to talk about your process because our listeners, I think, have have been kind of clamoring and kind of wanting to get our perspectives on the things that you know we talk about, which is TV, films, you know, books, and all that stuff. But for you in particular, like, what is your you know? how how would you go about writing does it come to you do you set out to like i want to tell this story um uh, break it down if you can without sharing too much secret sauce i guess
0: oh <laughs> yeah right i feel like everybody's secret sauce is so unique to themselves that like it's impossible to give anything away specifically with writing i feel like and that's one of my favorite things about working with people is realizing like oh like really what makes everyone tick is so different. But for me like I've had different experiences like the the web series that I did was reactionary because I had written my first feature film that I was very excited about <laughs> and I we went to like shop it around. I had some amazing people like helping me out and all the feedback we were getting was like this is so great. Oh, the story needs to be told, but unless you have a male celebrity attached, it's never going to happen. And so my web series my web series came as like a reaction to that. It was like Oh, really? <laughs> like, and my husband's a cinematographer, and he's brilliant what he does. so that helped. but I essentially he's like, "I'm gonna help you. We're gonna do this." And so that was that came to me, but it was reactionary. It was like I was pissed off that I kept being told I needed a, a fire male to in do something. Yeah, yeah, I was like, so it I felt even stronger, like I'm gonna tell women's stories and they're gonna be great and they're gonna be nuanced and they're gonna be messy and relatable and all that stuff. So, that that was organic, but it also was just like I don't know. It was it was a different type of passion, kind of burning, and it came out of me like because they were short. It, I could just sit down and in like two hours, I'd be like, there
3: there's a there's a five minute episode." Would you say that you were writing? I mean, for yourself or writing for like people like you?
0: Both. Mm-hmm. I I've I've always kind of gone off of like I I write what I would want to see because that's the only thing I can trust. If I'm writing for what I th- Think other people want to see? I'm screwed. Like yeah, yeah. once I'm out there,
1: <laughs> it's like an extension of the people, phrase yeah. "write what you know." Yeah, 100%, yeah. people yeah. know they're being pitched
2: too; they're gonna know it. Hundred percent. And it's that thing. I mean, the the other thing I noticed about at the time as well, and it's still a very big issue, is that the women comedy is not women led comedy is still not seen as like a viable option. Like broad, we had Broad City is the biggest one I can think of, but there's so many. Like um, I don't know if anyone here has watched. I'm sorry, but I I love this show. It's written and created by Andrea Savage. And one of the biggest things that I hear other people say about it is like, yeah, she just, you know, she's a bit much. And I was like, right, but you have people like Jack Black and shit like that, and you're fine with it. How is she a bit much on her own show? And it's just because there's this view that, this outdated view that women can't be funny. And I think your web series was a wonderful foil to that, to be like, hi, yeah, we can.
0: We can, and it's like, and, and, and again, the way I knew, the way I appreciate humor is like, is... You guys, I'm sorry. It, you should, at this mm. point, it should be a drinking game. Nuance, <laughs> but I, I again, like to me, like uh, so much of my friends, like when we laugh our asses off, it's be- it's not because someone landed like the crazy punchline. It's just because of, there's like a wit innate to women and humans, men too, but like we don't see women as much as like witty and and mm-hmm. whatever. So I wanted to write like what my experience with my female friends is on the average day and then just crank it a little, like have that slight yeah. sense of sure. tightened whatever. And so that's really, that one, That so that came to me like just, I would sit down, I would have like a little bit of an idea floating. I kind of like see the movie in the head before write it out, and that one was, in hindsight, I I can't tell if it was like the stupidest choice or the smartest. I didn't really show it to anyone. I just had friends that trusted me and I sent it to them and I was like, do you guys wanna do this with me? (laughs) And they shockingly were like, yeah! And we shot it and we did it, and so like, are you there got to Me, Margo is like so freakishly vulnerably me when I like now I'm like I can't imagine making something and not having people like people I trust like can I get some eyes on this you guys like is this actually sure. but for,
2: I think it was just like That's kind of kind of beautiful in a way cuz it's, it's a very unedited not unedited what am I trying raw. to say here yeah yeah it's just uh, very
1: you in 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 a, in a very un unhindered sense just because it's specific to this particular thing cuz my wife is a writer as well and she has some scripts that are very very personal to her based on Mm -hmm. very personal experiences that she went through and there was a process of starting to shop them around and the concept of somebody else playing this character Mm. that is so personal like you're she's Mm -hmm. like but that's me yeah I'm literally I said that thing in real life Mm -hmm. like do you ever like do you find that to be a hard part of the process when you're like it's writing something so personal that when you're shopping it around you're like wait there's a possibility that as an actress I won't be playing this part because they'll want
0: Right. somebody big right. or right.
1: famous to be playing it.
0: When we started shopping Margo and we we were shopping it for a really long time and we had so I, we worked with so many amazing producers. It taught me so much. I like learned the art of the art of the pitch and all of that stuff. <laughs> uh, a nightmare. I, the fact that like I'm so grateful that I have the acting background because if I if when I'm just in writer brain, I'm like I can't do it. I can't do right. it. Yeah. But That being said.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's where the good stuff is. <laughs> panic attacks late at night.
0: But with that, when we were pitching Margot essentially from the digital, like using the digital series as like, hey, do we want to go somewhere with this? Every group of one that we got further with was like, OK, so like who who would play Margot? And I'm like, um, playing with my hair like so, you know, me? funny story, <laughs> you know that me that's sitting right here. But then we had it was like the first very sobering moment. I knew that it would happen, but it was like the first like moment where I really had to be like, look, like I'm going to just lay it out here. I want to play this part will I stop this from getting made if I don't play this? No, I won't because I believe it's a story that should be told, Goodbye, but darling. I will fight to play this part. That being said, now let's talk about other people that could play it. And so it, it was that one in particular, cause Margo is so, it is not me. I always say that I'm like, it is not me, but it is absolutely like the most neurosy filled, Like in like all the insecurities, all the things kind of channeled and heightened, but everything I've written since then, I either don't want to be in, or there's like one film in particular that I'm like, I will be in this, like, <laughs> it, it will, but it- but I will the, be
1: Stallone I in this. will be
0: in this. <laughs> but it's not, but it's not based on me. It's like the, this, the- It's a little more. Yeah, this script is like an emotional truth, but anyone that would know me would be like, nothing about this represents your life. But it's like the emotional theme is there, so they I connect
1: can, with this so how, much. Like that, this is somehow
0: right. it feels like my DNA, and yet, like I said, like anyone that would read it that knows me would be like nothing about this is your exact life. So <laughs> that that's that's a fun, you know. It's but that's what's the beauty of writing yeah. is I think sometimes when you hear like write what you know, people take that too literal sometimes, yeah, where sure. it's like they're writing well, I can only exactly, and you're like, no, do that if you're good at that, but also like you can write your emotional. Truth into things that don't in any way represent you can your write day-to-day. what you're
3: going through. Absolutely. You know, you're, you're telling the story about like these people have to survive the apocalypse, but then you write like if you're going through a breakup, then you write about like how that character has to get through that stuff at the same time. Yeah. So there, there is you inside it during, and then with nuance, there comes subtext. Absolutely right. Yep. So it's not just the plot; it's what is it about? And if it's not about anything, then it's not really a story, right? You know, it's just like things happen. You know. So uh, I did, I did want to ask just a little bit because. I feel like there is this sense of I think with writers finding their voice mm-hmm. in in their writing and what does that mean and in your style in particular is that something that I feel like you, that kind of came naturally for you or is that something that you kind of like have to you had to whittle through the rewrites?
0: I, it, Some the,
2: unlearning uh, had to happen, I'm sure.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah. Oh yeah. But it's it actually took working with um, uh, one producer consistently and then getting a lot of feedback channeled through him to me about about different projects where everyone kept being like, she has such a distinct voice. And I literally was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> cool. Like that thing where you're like, oh yeah, for sure. But if you- I'm would, just a good
3: storyteller. If I you asked me the
0: day prior, do you, Carly, do you think you have a distinct voice in your writing? I'd be like, fuck no. So it was actually, so I do sometimes think that, is a trigger for writers and it stops them from actually Absolutely. just writing because they're like, I, I have gotta to find my, and I have to know my voice. And I ultimately <laughs> yeah. think like your voice is who you are. You can be you, you are. Absolutely. <laughs> my God.
2: I can't, t- I mean, this is a different move here, but with music, I would write a song that wasn't my tone and I would play it for people that are like, oh, that doesn't really sound like you. And I'd be like, okay, it's trash. <laughs> it's fine.
3: I'll throw it out. And they're like, no, 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 no. You write.
2: No, no you right.
3: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just because of the scary. Ed Sheeran thing, right? It's so, like, all right, find Justin Bieber. You could take it. Right, right,
0: right. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, but yeah, I mean, and also that is part of writing, though, is sometimes knowing, like, you know, you can— I do think you can keep uh, a, a sense of self in different genres. Like, I have genres that I, am I like, are more comfortable in and enjoy more, but, like, right now I'm writing something that has, like, a tad bit of, like, sci-fi in it that I mm. never in a million years would. Oh, yeah. We're going to dive me, into that later. If you would have told me that, like, uh, even if, I don't know, like, a year ago, I would have been like— you're insane. Like I would I would not because I don't love sci-fi, but I just was like that is not like my comfort zone that's at all. That's not my unique You're like that's yeah. not my yeah. unique I'm a voice. tourist here. I'm yeah. not like a, exactly. I'm yeah. a tourist here 100%. And yet again constantly going like, "Okay, but my voice is going to show up in anything I write." Right. Like yeah. it literally it's and, and so I do think so much of screenwriting is like this weird mysterious like floating orb in front of everyone that they're trying to figure out like, "What is the hack?" And it's like there there's, is, not, there's not, you know, and there's so not an I answer. think when people say, find your voice, they really mean like, do whatever you can to get as comfortable as you can be in your own self so that your writing just ref- reflects you. You know what I mean? And and that doesn't mean that you don't then take notes though because you could have the right. most distinct voice on the planet and people are still gonna be like, eh, I don't really understand this, or you know what I mean? And so I think it, it is a little bit of a dance, but I certainly didn't go looking for my voice. It just, I just kept writing. Over and over and it's
3: over and it's again. A you build. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. And, and it's training, it's discipline, and I feel like it's kind of like when you do find those moments of like you get notes and you're like, oh my god, that's my voice, and it's, but you know, no, no one ever writes a great first draft, right? right. And you know, you have to then like, okay, if they didn't get that, then there's something about the way I tell a story that's like, I have to get them to understand. This. Absolutely. So whether that means more in the back end or in the front end. You know, to get to the point that you like know. they had the note on. So I mean, it's,
1: uh, go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say it's something that I want to draw focus to of this series that we're doing. Nerds explain that we're talking about these things that we know about, that we have a lot of experience about, and I like to think of the phrase of like it's not better, it's not worse, it's it's different, and it's like there is no one way to do a thing. Like we as individuals, as creators, as writers, as actors, whatever we do, we're unique. Right, And we find ways, like, even just if you think of acting in particular, there are so many models. Stanislavski, there's all these different things that you could do, and you find your way. And at the end of the day, like, people that are watching these episodes that are like, oh, I want to learn how to do this. And it's just like, this is Carly's way
2: of doing this thing. And
1: it's like, if you take something from this, like when we talked about post-audio, it's like, if you take something from this, cool. Great. I I would say
3: free. there is a wrong way and it's doing it for someone else.
1: <laughs> I would say that's hey, okay, the wrong. Sure, yeah. one. Like okay. and also like, I was about to get real bad.
3: And you're right. You're you know right. like that was beautiful but like you know in, in every aspect, right? Like there's always a the creative side but there's also the business side. And there's going to be parts of you that's going like I want to get the job, but then there's going to be part of you that's saying like I need to be true to myself. And the like the wrong way in between those two is like, well, I want to do it because I want to be the next I don't know. Uh Fee Waller Bridge. Right. So it's like, I want to be the next. This person's like, well, you don't do that because they're already that person. You have to be the the,
2: the, the best version of you. Like squid game. Don't be the next squid game. Don't be the next squid game. Call it crab game. You know, (laughs) I want to, I want to bring it back real quick though, because Tom mentioned something about like, no one writes a first draft perfectly. And that's, that was like literally the hardest thing for me to learn. Still unlearning that when you were getting started in this, like what, what was, what do you think was the biggest struggle for you to like let go of or unlearn or, or in that, in that kind of regard?
0: That's a really good question, yeah. Corey. We
1: try to come to the table with those. <laughs> uh, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, I I think, I, I. you know me, my big thing is normalizing the process yes. of writing. Because I've also learned everyone needs it. Like, it doesn't matter if you've been doing screenwriting for 10 years. You need to hear like, hey, your first draft's going to suck. So yeah. just, just get it out. That, I had a little bit of that, but I honestly think it sometimes for me still now is in my rewrites, get, allowing myself to go like, Yep. No, this is, this is it. And that like, I, like I, a lot of times will be like, it never feels done to me.
2: I see what you're saying. Because yeah. it
0: feels like I, like, again, I know it's emotional truth and I want to make sure I'm getting as close. Like what is on the page is as close to genuinely what lives in my head as possible. And so I, I get a little bit more tripped up on the rewrite of being like, not even perfection. Cause I don't think that exists with the screenwriting at all. But I, I that is something I've always I've had to know when to just go like okay it's done for now like at least for now, at not rewriting like, it to it, death yes, to like like because also like you, you can't it, you just can take all the good stuff out of something when you sure. do that and I think band aids
2: and band
3: aids
0: hundred percent and then you're creating new issues that aren't and then I also think getting to a point where. It took a little bit of time but I'm very much comfortably now in a place with projects when I do go to a producer or I am meeting with someone who is interested in a project knowing where my line is like I knowing where I'm flexible and where I'm open to changing things about story and where I'm not, and like knowing it's okay to have some things that you're not, as long as it's not everything. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just not. like it. That is unacceptable. I feel like in anything. But it took a little while. Also, I just think as a woman to like own a space and be like, I don't want to come off as a bitch if I'm like, no, well, this is a no. That's for the me.
3: uphill climb that you have to do, 100%. is because every every time you have come up, it's like, well, maybe we can collaborate more on this. Then you're showing you're being ab- abrasive to them instead of being nice about it so like I had one producer
0: who was like with with Margot at one point and like it wasn't even a it wasn't even a bad note it was just it was like the opposite like part of like Margot the character was like she did not know what she wanted with her life it was like everyone around me knows what they want and what they're doing and they're successful in it and I just I don't know and this one producer was like I just think the story would make more sense if she was a realtor and and it was and I was like
2: that's the whole uh, point uh,
0: okay but why? And it was like I just, I just got a midi
2: migraine. From that. Just, like a little one. <laughs> just it's gone now.
0: But like I'm that. Fine. And ultimately I was like, no, <laughs> she's not gonna be a realtor. Cause you you're not even giving me the like the why. Like you know what I mean? You're giving me a note, but you're not giving me a why. Mm -hmm. And so if you feel like her struggle is boring to you, then it's probably not for you. It's probably not for you and also good for me to know. But then like, that's what the note should be. Not like she should be a realtor. Well, that's like
2: always (laughs) sunny. I I love their story so much because they pitched it around. And the original idea for always sunny is they were all going to be actors in LA Mm. and no one wanted to hear it because of that. But then FX took the chance, heard it. And he's like, look, I love this. He's like, my only note would be why don't you just have them own a bar in Philly and then they have all the time and money to do whatever they want. And they went, there's the reason.
3: That's a good reason. that's
0: a brilliant reason. Absolutely.
2: And I think, you know, to that point, there's, you know,
3: again, certain producers who are just going to be like, oh, well, the character should have a want immediately and then we should just follow that journey versus a character that is kind of figuring it out and that's the journey. Um, I think, have you seen the film Adaptation?
0: No, I don't think I have. There
3: is a great part about it where there's a a conflict between... um, Nicolas Cage's. It's Nicolas Cage, and then Brian Cox plays, uh, I think Robert McKean, Okay. Mc- and and he he's just pretty much saying like how like what if the character doesn't know what they want, and what if there is no re- like uh, satisfying resolution, and then the character just like if you can't do that, then you should be a writer, and the movie exactly plays out that way. Yeah, there is no satisfying ending. The character doesn't learn anything at all. Yeah, and it's like there are stories for that thing, and I think you you said a big point finding your space. I think the the tough thing is like the, the space exists. Yes. But it's allowing people to have that space breathe. And I think mm. with Are You There God? It's Me Margo. I think you, I think we talked about, or we barely talked about it, but I think, I don't think there's time given to that space where it's allowed to breathe and allowed to live and allowed to like have people be like people are gonna watch it and be like cool I know exactly what it felt like do you do you know though like there are gonna be languages in there as me as a dude that's not gonna understand and I think that's okay but we should be open to conversation yeah and then seeing how the word kind of distills itself during time and be
2: like oh this is what it yeah, actually is it's it's part of that I mean. This is a whole nother tangent, but you said talking about letting things breathe. And it's it's a problem with the formula that seems to be happening more and more in film is that everything needs to fit within a certain amount of time frame. You it's need to hit these arcs at this amount of time. Merchandisable. Well, one of the cool Art, things. Your page count has to be. Yeah. Owned. I mean, it's why I, it's why I love that David Lynch clip so much where she's like, yeah, we could shorten the scene. He's like, what the fuck is everyone's deal today? Why, who gives, who a, who shit gives a shit how long a scene is? <laughs> uh, but like one of the things when I took your program that was really wonderful was like there's there's. There's a, there's a guideline, but like do what you need to do to to get this out there and make it feel right and make it your own. And I kind of want to touch on what you said about the rewrites because one of the large things I walked away from with your program and screenwriting in general is kind of learning to trust your own instincts. And I think that's kind of how you find your own voice in a way. A big issue as is I, I was having is I would leave these parts out. We would have our check-in. She would give me a note and I'd go, oh, well, I did have this thing. And she was like, well, then put it in the fucking draft. Stop <laughs> censoring yourself a little bit. Let someone else else censor you.
3: Right, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Well, because I'm not the first person to call, but I always, the PG version, as I say, your first draft is your vomit draft or I prefer bucket draft where yeah. you just every time your instinct is to put it there like this is your gnarliest one this is the one to do it baby and so it was so funny because i'm not always sending to you, like, this to your agent and so oh, yeah, said, yeah. i was <laughs> like, you, I said if you want you and i are the only people that will even have ever known that this existed and and do that and it, it was so interesting because yeah. you were like yeah no totally and then we would read it and i and i would have a question and then it would be like well i took that joke out and i was like it needs that joke Put the joke but, back like, in this we agreed to your fuck it draft yeah so then, and so just like hearing yeah, that
2: hearing up. you talking about the like, don't over edit yourself too. Like that's interesting that that it, it kind of goes hand in hand with that is making sure you're trusting that emotional part of yourself that you're putting in there, and and hoping you know, the thing that people resonate with stories that I've I've found for myself at least being a an audience member is things is when you can find someone being really honest, whatever the story might be. Yeah. It's the same thing. Why I love watching comedies where you can tell the people involved are having the time of their lives. It's infectious. The honesty Absolutely. of of an emotion in a story is infectious. And I think you do really well with that, especially like when I watched Margot for the first time, I was like, this is fucking incredible. This is one of the most honest things I've seen. And whether, you know, like you said, I I maybe I didn't get all of it just by being a male myself. But like it was a really touching series and I really loved Thank it. You.
0: But I also I actually have had this thought twice now. It's interesting. One of the biggest things I learned from Margot was the feedback I got from men. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I, to be honest, like I wrote it for me in the sense that it, like I said, it was a little bit reactionary. I needed to know I could do this thing. And I'm so glad that I did it because it's opened up a lot of doors for me. But at the same time, my next thought was like, Yeah, then it is probably for women because if I'm feeling this way, then all and and also all of the women in it are my female friends that are actors that were like, Hell yeah, we want to do this because we're sick of the crap that we're auditioning for, whatever. And also like they were willing to just take a chance with me. But is the feedback I got from men was was actually, I was like, I think we all, like, we do of course speak different languages to some sure. degree, but I was like, but I also think that it's like, we don't always realize even me as a woman that like, sometimes we do these categories, like, well, this must be for women because a woman wrote it, all that stuff. And I'm like, actually like so many of the dudes that I would be like, well, what did you like about Margo? And they would tell me and I'm like, that's what I think is funny, so yeah. like, ultimately, it's just because I wrote it and I had women and myself in mind with it. Like, it landed with men in a way I wasn't expecting. But like
3: you have a specific voice and somehow
2: the magic of the universe is that when you write for everyone, you write for no one. When you write
3: for yourself, you hit everyone.
0: Well, I think part of
2: that also is that we're so trained to be like, oh, that's a women's comedy. This is a men's comedy. And we don't just based on
1: who the writer is. Or definitely
2: have had watched interviews or read interviews where they're like, yeah, this show that was kind of written by women, they made us include these jokes to make sure men were watching and like being part of the demographic, which weren't even the jokes that landed with well, men even, most of the time. So like, it's a, it's a strange, it's a weird ideal that we've kind of been brainwashed to think that
1: we but can't it's also all laugh in marketing, at the same shit. Like the sure, way that they yeah. market a film, of like course. in how different countries market things, they're like, oh, well, this market is uh, they don't largely, like. <laughs> they push towards males. Sure, so the, right. it's a whole different trailer for yeah. yeah. the film over here whereas yep. the way that it is on this well, market and like yeah. it's it's I, i'm going to take
3: it to like a more negative approach of course. it's it's more <laughs> it's it's just more uh tragic i feel like you know we we ha- film is a language and writing is a language and yet we're still divided in that yeah. s- in that visual art form and so when you have different markets you're like oh no colored people here please no yeah. women here please uh none of the explosions here please no ghosts and it's just like, but the whole art as a form, like you're taking these, you're you're censoring it, right? You're misleading the audience, and then also they're skewing their viewing diet to to uh, like compound in these like archaic like viewpoints, and then also to that point of just like male viewing is sometimes seen as co-viewing. Where women mm. viewing is its own like specific nuance yeah, thing yeah, by itself. That, that's a like, really good point. Yeah. Oh look, wild hogs. Let's watch old guys do dumb shit. <laughs> like oh, we don't want to watch fucking I don't know. Like the the
2: you know everything else. Everything else. And I'm just like,
3: well, what's like, so
2: that the why is that the family I, movie? I for those of you who listen to our show, I sound like a bro- broken fucking record at this point. But like fast color, fast color, <laughs> fast fucking color. <laughs> it's a it's a story about three generations of black women who have powers, and they said they didn't know how to market it. Which is, is the craziest thing to me because you market a, it like an a good X-Men story movie. is a good story <laughs> yeah. is a good story. Yeah. doesn't matter what you think you should market it to. Put it out there. It's an honest, beautiful I, story. I think going
3: back into it, I think this is kind of what Carly was talking about where it's like there's this mystical orb and I think a lot of people are always under the pressure of like, well, I want it to be good. And what, you know, <laughs> the <laughs> mainstream or whatever, you know, people who make decisions say what's good is our products. And sometimes they're not stories. And I feel like, you know, when it comes down to it, like most... I think most people who are getting into writing find themselves just in a confidence, like a lack of confidence to tell their stories. Sure. Like then there's people who actually are writing and trying to get it out there. And it's like, then it's more of like the muscle they have to build and actually like, going out there and then putting their heart on the line and getting it crushed yeah. and then coming back. And then it's like, okay, now I did the rewrite. And then once the rewrites, like, I think it's done. And you find the essentials that you're like, I'm not willing to break on this. And then it's like, now this is the story. It's been broken. It's been put in a way. It's been you know, aggregated, It's been hitting mm-hmm. against everyone else. Now it's time to put it out into the world and sell. it. And they think that's also the next level of difficulty. So
0: I also think that like, again, and I, I don't mean to point this out in screenwriters in a negative way, because I think it's literally true for every group of people in anything, but I do think there is a sensitivity that some screenwriters, not even just writers, like specifically screenwriters have, because there is this feeling of, if I can just figure out the equation,
2: Yeah, then I get this thing. The secret and, sauce. Yes,
0: and that's why you have like, it's so funny because like, again, I, I'm like, I'm all about you find what works for you. Mm-hmm. And that's like ultimately what I love doing with other writers is I'm like, I'm not here to tell you what, like, this is how you do it. I want to help you figure out the most productive way to get you to a finished draft, to a next draft, like whatever that is. And it's building confidence. Just yeah, you do did something? Yeah. Oh, you oh, pulled
2: the Corey. That, that's a Corey. That's a real Corey. <laughs> <laughs> just plug what? it back in right here. Okay. You'll feel it. If you can feel it. Every episode, right? <laughs> it's right underneath. Where Josh, oh, help I Josh. You? Thank, you. Thank you, sir. <laughs> that's an actual pulling a Corey. <laughs>
0: well, I also pulled the yeah.
2: Um, yeah. Oh, okay. Pulled the Corey. <laughs> <Cordy>, uh, <laughs> shit.
0: Oh, oh.
1: Right.
0: Send the chat, Collie. I'm done. Um... <laughs> But but I think like, for instance, like when you hear like the stereotypical, like save the cat and that stuff, like I've seen books like that paralyze more writers than it's actually empowered or it gives them this weird sense of confidence. That's the rule. Yep. yep. Oh, well, because, well, nope, actually Carly, because on page 12 and you're like, but if it's ultimately not landing, it's not land. It, I'll say you know. this.
2: I'll say this because like we got you you suggested a wonderful book to me and 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 it was definitely presented as a like, I think you should read this. Just remember that <laughs> figure out what speaks to you and fuck the rest. Like that's really yes. what it is. And I read through this book and I definitely like cherry-picked the things that was like, Absolutely. oh, this is gonna get me through my story. Because the truth of the matter is, like, yes, there can be a a formula, obviously, people are starting to follow. Shape like a, shaped like a seashell. But <laughs> but the ones that make it through. I'm gonna bring up Squid Game again, is that like they didn't follow that formula. They wrote what was true to them and they figured it out and told their story. There's no right way. This I'm, is like huge.
3: And, and uh, you know, obviously, like it's a great success story. It reminds me of a lot of like Rocky that was just like willed into existence and like you had to sell your laptop. Oh, the and movie, stop, like, the, the, yeah, the actual Rocky movie. But yeah, yeah. Um, I think to your point, like, You know, what what you offer in trying to build confidence with writers, it's like diets, right? Everyone's like, do keto. Do Atkins. Do this. It's like, read this book. Do that. It's like, not there's no one size fits all. And there's no diet that helps everyone. There's no secret sauce. It's kind of like just trying to just, again, build the confidence in that sense. I think people, get to your point, get paralyzed to it. I think there was somewhere that Corey and I talked about you and you talked about a little bit about script notes. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I listen Yeah, and Craig, yeah. yeah, Craig Mazin's all about that where it's just like, there's no stupid formula. It's yeah. it, And yet you, here's,
0: okay, I want to actually dig into this for two seconds because I listen to that Please. podcast all the time. And I just want to say I fucking love that podcast. Fine. So no not, a, <laughs> no, not a but actually, an and, because I love them. I think what they're doing is in so many ways so much more helpful than 99.9% it of the demystifies that are out there, all of it. That being said, what I also love about it that I don't even know if they're fully aware of is that some of the things that they say are completely counter, like one week they will say one thing and then 10 episodes later, they're kind of saying something else yeah. about screenwriting. I'm not talking, right, about, right, right. Cr- I'm not talking about like Pros. business and all that stuff. Mm. There's times where like, they're like, there's not rules guys. And yet I'm like, but the three page challenge exists <laughs> a rule. because it, because you're ultimately telling people what you like and what you don't like. And a lot of those things, when you've listened to enough, Come down to some rules they have mm-hmm. as their preference as readers. How to make action to lines
1: sure. faster? You might develop your own personal rules of like. Right. This Absolutely. Is how, this is what works for me, and these are my. I think everybody. My uh, man 100%. So. There's also
2: the the thing where you follow your own rules, and then you know, especially with songwriting, which I have more experience with. I would have my way, like, oh yeah, I always write this first, and then a song would come along that I would break every fucking rule I've ever had, well, and I, it I, sounds I wanted, like I mean they want to the talk same about thing.
1: songwriting a little bit because as it relates, because it's like especially like. You mentioned The creative processing processing, uh, process and the way, like even talking about rewrites, like I've had songs that I workshopped, I went through, I had people sit around, we talked about it, we got the lyrics down. I was like, yeah, this is it. This is the song. And then I go to one of the songs on my album. I'm going to record the vocals and a change in the lyrics comes up in my brain for those fucking chorus. (laughs) And I'm like, nope. That's what it was supposed to be. Yep. Yeah. And you're like,
2: there were nights
1: will happen, like
2: during the program I was doing with Carly, which I want to get into here in a minute. There were nights where I would like wake up at two a.m. and go, I need to change this thing right now because I knew I had the meeting the next day, and I was like, this needs to be in there before the meeting. It has to change now, and it would be stupid little things, but there's there that little bit in you that's just like. Here's your choice. Well, I don't care what time it is. It's going oh. to tell you the choice.
1: It's the concept of write it down. Yeah. Uh, oh. My wife as a writer is like, yes. there will be times yes, where yes, I'll yes, wake yes, up. Yes. I'll wake up and she's not there. And she's like, I had yes. to write this. It's just a sentence. Mm-hmm. I just had to write this down because your yep. brain works in a funny way that you'll have a great fucking idea. But you will forget it, my friend. Oh, it's like you say funny. To... I
0: say demonic. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I've been like, "Carly, that's so good. You're totally gonna remember it in the morning." And I wake Never. up, and I'm like, "It's gone. It's." Gone. It's like trying
2: to remember a dream yeah. if someone asks you a question right it, when you wake up, and you're
0: like, and you're "Yes, like, write it the fuck down. Yeah. Write it down." I, I absolutely, I'm so glad that you said that. I literally, it, it, you have to, you have to, yeah. because I do think there are times we're all chasing flow and i get into that a lot with the program yeah. is like you 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 kind of you have almost the second you stop chasing it is when you actually invite it in and you find it. But those little moments that are three in the morning or whatever it is, yeah. you're like sitting there available all day for the for the good for the good stuff. Work through me, yeah, work through me, and then all of a sudden you finally are like your eyes shut and it's like there it is. And as I used to like dread that more, and now I'm just like, no, this is beautiful. This is yeah. it. This is why cool. I do this. Cool, right now. Because, yeah, I right. Get, Once I get past like the okay, all right, we're getting up right now. Like that being said, like those moments, like the the last. Last feature I wrote like was the first time I had a project come, like literally come through like come through me, choose me, and like vomit itself out of me. Like I literally for like a few weeks. My husband, poor thing, he would just be like, "Oh, you're you're not really here right now, are you?" Like we would be at dinner, and all of a sudden it would be like out of a movie. Like I would be holding, we'd be eating sushi, and the chopstick would just drop. And he's like, <laughs> "You're," I'm like, "Yep, sorry." Like phone out, write it out, and it's. I'm it, seeing it happen. Yeah, yeah, and it felt it. I had never experienced anything like that before, and it felt literally like there was an alarm being rung that was like, "If you don't write this down every time we come to you, you're not you're not yeah. getting another chance with this." And then you have to find the flow. That's Absolutely. Why, if you,
3: sometimes you don't find the flow and you just have it down later on and it just kind of like a ghost it lingers around in your brain yep. and then you're like, oh, "Okay, finally." And then but then you view I I don't call it vomit, I call it fire, like you're you're Ooh. a dragon, you're breathing your fire out. Okay. Finally. Um, so you're like, "Oh yeah, I can actually get this done." And it's like this is nice. A lot of people are burning, you know. <laughs> the villages are dying. And I'm like, "Oh yeah, I got it." <laughs> I mean, that's why then you say this whole script this is a fire script, you know I like what I'm saying? I yeah. like that. So,
1: um, that's I, why basic apps like notes app. Right. Mm-hmm. I do like you're like, the best "Oh, best app you, ever. Most often it gets into the miscellaneous folder, but for me it's out there. Yeah, but make sure you do write down more because I have
2: a note that just he says he laughs. Don't know what that means. Yeah, so just make (laughs) sure, maybe a little context. Um, Um, I know Corey's going to go into the
3: program. I do want to ask one thing because we did mention the first. Please, you first started writing. It was the half scripts, Mm -hmm. and so from now your experiences and also your you know all all the lessons and journeys, everything. What has kind of helped you now get to the full parts?
0: Truthfully, the thing that changed the game for me was having that friend of mine, that mentor, that was like, we're meeting up every two weeks. I have to be honest, that was the Biggest the accountability. Piece of it. it was it was me going like, okay, look look what accountability did for me, and and that just shifted everything for me. And ultimately, and I'll be honest, I did do a lot of reading of the books. Like I'm not saying like I I'm not trying to be like you guys. Those books, listen, it came I, at all, no, I I read certain books. I I but I also had like visceral reactions to somewhere. I was like, I just this does not work for me. And I was one of the only people like in, in my group, I have so many friends in the industry, but not a lot of writing screenwriting friends. So I was, I was really like beta testing a lot with myself. And then just being like, the only way I knew if it worked or not was like how I felt because I wasn't, I didn't have someone else to be like this. Hey, I did this. Hey, I did that. So ultimately, like it was, it was a lot of um, reading of books, um, trying out a weekend course on something, seeing what I liked from it. And then just continuously giving myself permission. But also knowing like, once I knew I could, I had completed one full draft of, of the first feature that I wrote, I was like, oh, I can do it. And then from then on, it just became... I can and then I will. And if yeah. there's if there's a huge reason why I'm not, then it's fundamentally a story problem and it's not like yeah. my inability to finish something. And so that is- Which is really cool. Yeah, and really so, cool. I. but again, I think it's just different for I, Some people just need accountability like every time and there's nothing wrong with that because other people really still need to work on their ability to tell a story. It's like yeah. we all have different challenges, you know what it's, I mean? So My
2: dad used to say there's a million ways to do one thing, mm. but you're forgetting there's a million and one because there's also yours. Ooh, I, 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 okay. Good one, yeah. Good one, Dad. one, Dad. I feel one. like you did like the, the perfect analogy of like the college
3: student who like read all the books and then also once they graduate, they come back as like the professor's <laughs> like, I learned and all these books are garbage and now then, you have to work yeah. on it. The real <laughs> book is well, the I book think, of life. Yeah. Well, the
2: wonderful thing yeah. about like with the book you suggested to me was like it does help to read it because whether or not you agree with it solely from cover to cover doesn't matter. It's the pieces that you pick out of it, and then you create your own kind of I mean. I mean, cool. it's to, a
0: formatting book too. Right. That, and that was part of the, that's the only book. Oh, my I, format
2: was trash. Well, no, it, no,
0: no, it was not trash. Oh no, my God, I, won't I let learned you do so that. much It though. was not, it was not trash, but it was more like, again, the biggest thing I say as far as like rules go and like, and this is just me is n- learn the rules to break the rules mm-hmm. because you can tell the difference as a reader. Like when I'm working with writer, when I'm, when it's not about my own stuff and I'm working with other writers so and I'm easy. become the reader, I'm like, let me tell you, I can, Feel and see the difference when I know you're breaking rules that you've learned and when I know you're you're, in- you're just out there kind of going like, Doop. and you can, and ultimately the biggest thing you want with someone reading your script is having no excuse to stop mm-hmm. and formatting people. Like I've heard so many people get heated about it. And I'm always just like, do you ultimately, but that being said, if it's too off the rails, it, it gets hard it to read. It gets hard to read. But that being said, like this, the unfortunate or fortunate truth is if it's a really good story, someone will be more willing to deal with mm-hmm. your strange format. If it's um, a good story, they will be less, you know what I mean? It's, yeah, so it's just, the, right? I it's, think that is one thing I do feel strongly about with people is like empower yourself to learn formatting and then decide after, you know, kind of what the, this industry standard is, you can then decide what you want to do with it because like as a reader, now that I've become a reader for so many people, I'm like, I kind of get it now. I kind of get why people have always been like, well, there's a way. And it's tough because
3: there's like, it's a time. It takes time to read it and I think we were talking about it right before we got into songwriting. Like, I think people are more willing to, (laughs) people are more willing to excuse uh, that when they see that you've exhibited the rules. Right. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you show that how you can break the rule. Yeah. Like, I'm, you know, like long action lines or something like that. Like, I just gave Corey a script that, like, literally the first page is just like, this is what this movie's about. Mm-hmm. And it just tells you straight oh, up. Oh, he's talking the, about Logan. It, yeah. It just breaks mm-hmm. the fourth wall yeah. completely. And it's like, well, this clearly shows that this person, like, they did the first page and it's like, oh, this is what happens. And it's like, now here's an entire aside. Yeah. Yep. But it doesn't stop you. from off buildings. It died. doesn't stop like, your enjoyment isn't... from reading the story. Yeah.
2: Because it's like, oh, even though they're like, I'm I ne- actually I'm enjoyed not- that. The most of the whole, like, I love the script, but that was, like, such a cool little, like, I've never seen this this It 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 works.
3: But it's kind of one of those, like, writer flexes of just, like, oh, I know how to write, and I'm going to kind of grab the reader and be, like, I'm telling you what the story's
0: about. Absolutely. I just read um, Sound of Metal the other day, and that, have you read that script? I have not read the script. It's so interesting because it is so readable. Like it is, and and the actions are like a lot of dot, dot, dots. A lot of those where typically, you know, yeah, you d- a it. lot of those, this, you could tell though, you're like, no, 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 this is rule breaking on, on their terms. Like they are doing what they want to do. It's intentional. Absolutely. And so again, it's like, once again, there is no one way, but at the same time, like, it's just like, if specifically, if you're newer, do the, find the middle ground of What's out there, and then empower yourself through that. There's
2: no one way to build a boat, but it has to right. float. But I,
0: I, you know what I mean.
2: You <laughs> okay. know what I'm saying. <laughs> and I
3: feel like yeah, to you're point, rhyming. You can you can read as many books on how to write, but then kind of reading just scripts that you like will help yeah. you like Absolutely. tenfold. Because then also you start was, picking up yeah. those tools of like, oh, they write ellipses. They write yep. the unwritables of like this was the worst decision of her life. But like you don't act that out you don't shoot that it's like oh but it informs the reader
2: of like oh this is a good i'm going to use that as a segue because one of the first things we did with with blank page and i want to start talking about that program a little bit was why i have a character who doesn't speak very much in the script that i chose to to write and the first thing carla was like we'll read some scripts she sent me quiet place mm. uh which was really wonderful and like i didn't know I mean, it's very obvious at a, at a you know, uh, hindsight-wise. But, like, reading a script that has some of the characteristics of maybe something you're doing or just reading the scripts that are in the genre you like is so helpful for you to build the, the tool set that you need to be able to write in that type It also type helps type you establish world. tone. Right, exactly. Totally. So, totally agree with that. But I do want to move into this program. Blank Page, tell us a little bit about it. Uh, you know, I was fortunate enough to to be in what I would call the pilot of it, which was really cool. I learned a whole bunch, but I want to know where, where it came from, like what's, what's behind it and what's, what's it how ulti- people can get involved.
0: It ultimately came from like I, the more, the further down the path I'm getting on like my own screenwriting journey and the things I'm learning now, um, about myself, but also just like the, just, just through life, as you said, like mm-hmm. not from the stuff you're reading in books, but just like a feed now that I've worked with enough producers, I'm starting to understand feedback in a different way and all that stuff. And so it, it came from like, okay, I want to give this back because I didn't feel a lot of that when I was, like I said, I didn't have a lot of people around me and I could have totally chased mentorships and stuff like that, even though it is sometimes I think notoriously a little bit, sometimes can be a little bit more complicated. I don't want to say like with women, but like there, it, there's just whatever. Yes. I didn't, I, yes. I, I I consciously did not do that and I could have done that. So I'm not saying that there's not things out there that support um uh, up and coming screenwriters, but- I just didn't see a lot of it around me. And I was like, I want to do something with this stuff that I'm learning. Yeah, at least not in the
2: way that you do it. Exactly. Yeah, Yeah.
0: I didn't want to just like harbor it for myself. I was like, I want to do something with this because ultimately it makes me feel good to know that other people who are in either the exact same shoes as me or like are a half step behind me who could benefit from this information or this whatever I like I want to empower that. And so. And I realized, I was like, again, I don't want to sit here and say like, I'm going to help you write your best script because I can't do that. Like, I want to help you finish it. Because I. that was the thing I kept when I would talk to my friends who were dipping a toe in writing, it would be like, yeah, I'm really, oh, it's like, like they, they would go like, you know, one week they're so stoked about this idea. Oh my God, Carly, it's such a good idea. And I'm like, oh my God, I love this energy get it going, girl. And then it would be like a month later. I'm like, so how's the script going? And they're like, oh, they just, as if they've seen a ghost, like they're just like, what script? You don't talk about it. what script? What are you talking about? It's, it, it's literally distracted
3: boyfriend meme of like finishing the script versus brand new idea. You're like,
0: yeah. mm-hmm, yes, <laughs> this new oh, idea. Oh yeah. 100%, 100%. And so I was like, that's, I was like, I do not want to be another, like, quote unquote, guru because I don't believe in that. But I want to get your script
2: sold in 10 days. Oh, like,
0: kill me. I'm like, I don't I don't want to do that. I want to, like, oh, ah, it makes it, I have a little yeah. headache from, that, from yeah, yeah, yeah. that. Yeah. We have given each other a little headache. I didn't feel great doing no, it. No, but, but yeah, I hate that. I mean, the thought of anyone thinking that that's what I'm trying to do makes me want to just like jump off a bridge. So yeah. that was not it. But I was like, but ultimately, I think. I I have some stuff I've learned that can help people have the support they need to finish a script, or if it's a rewrite and they're like, ah, bro, I I need the reason I I've had a couple of people that be like, wait, so is script therapy? I'm like, I need to, I need to figure that out. I know I because, joked about that at the top yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: because because for me, I mean it is
0: all I mean, it's yeah. like emotionally all script therapy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I I kind of call like the two things that I offer at the moment are script therapy, is like if you have a finished script that you're like, I love this idea, but I'm stuck. Like I, I've either sent it to a couple people and I'm getting very confusing feedback or whatever, Again, there's so many resource, resources out there right now where you can spend a shit ton of money, get like very oh, basic cold no. notes, and that's the end of it. And, and my thing was like, I- Thomas
2: Hart just broke.
3: <laughs>
0: okay, I, I, let me
3: break this down for 10 seconds, just because I've sent my scripts out to like several yeah. competition places. It costs like $80 it's to wild. get one page of notes. And then they're gonna be like, well- Oh, this and that's
0: a- on the cheaper end with some of these. It's yeah. like, like, if you want to do, like some of the stuff I was seeing, that is, is semi-inline, well, no, what I'm doing is different, but like, I've saw multiple that were like 300 for reading your script and giving you a page well, of notes. And I'm like, that is insane. Well, and, and
3: this is the worst thing is like, the first line I got from the notes was, if this is a procedural, and I was like, are you shitting me? Like, no, it's, of course it's not a procedural. <laughs> what the fuck are you okay, talking so about? Exactly Did you read the, this? <laughs>
0: exactly, exactly to that point. The reason I call it script therapy is, is that I don't believe in the cold note. I'm like because I am also a writer, I'm like let's talk. talk like I'm not going to be that yeah. I'm not in and and no shade to producers, but because I have like the writer brain and I'm not just like how could we get this my I'm like no, if here's my notes, but let's get into it. Like mm-hmm. I want to hear like okay, so this character I I want to understand like why, why is he this angry? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's not reading on the page and so it's it's literally therapy. It's like let's yeah. take your script and it's in the in the hot seat for therapy. And so that is Cause I just got so tired of seeing all these people being like, even like on Twitter, you see people being like, Oh, you know, like my rating, they gave me a really, or like, I got a top three rating, but then they got like no notes back. And you're like, so how do you know what of your script landed and what yeah. it just feels like it's, it's supposed to be helpful, but I don't know how helpful it actually is. And so one of the things I've done with friends for so long now, now that I've been writing longer, more of my friends are, are writing and telling me about it. They'll send me their stuff. And then I would be on the phone with them for an hour. Like, let's like what this. Book. And then it was always so fulfilling for me. And then the feedback I'd always get was like, oh my gosh, that was so great. Like I actually got to talk to someone about it and not, not, pitch just, it. And not just pitch it and then get like a cold thing of notes and not even have the chance to not like defend yourself, but to explain yourself yeah, and go like, right. does your note still make sense if I tell you this? You know what I mean? Because sometimes it doesn't. And so- and that is like the side thing that I do. But the accountability thing is what you and I did. Yeah. And that is more so if you have an idea that you either have just started or or you or haven't had started. had seven yet. years ago.
2: You know, what are you going <laughs> to do? That's
0: very common though. A lot yeah. of people who hit me up are like, I've had this idea for 10 years yeah. and it's so special to me up here. And I am terrified of what it will be on the page and I'm like let's do this like yeah. because it ultimately breaks my heart when I hear that cuz I'm like it if it's still up there it's not meant yeah. you're meant to get it out and and there's going to be a disconnect between what you're what you have in your head and the page but that's the beauty of writing and rewriting is that every draft is meant to get you closer to exactly what's in your head and so the accountability program is like we meet up weekly mm-hmm. and we have a first session where we essentially figure out what the script is you're working on what your time frame goal is and um like 4 weeks 6 weeks whatever and um and i and we and i ask specifically are there things you know you need for yeah. me and i also just have my own that i'll do anyway and then we meet up weekly and my my only rules are no matter what we're always reading new pages yeah. which scares the shit out of everybody but but, but i'm like it's my one hard and fast rule because it's the biggest motivating factor it's what changed everything for me and i'm like no and also i think it we don't get to hear our words spoken out loud enough um, no, our, it was terrifying. Our, that was so but, scary. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's, it's so true because writing it and hearing it in your head and then hearing it in a room with other people. So you're like, oh shit, okay, that didn't well, work. Well, because sometimes. Or you, this did, or this did.
0: Sometimes you need to hear your dialogue and not at a table read because, like, mm-hmm. that's overwhelming. Like, the the energy that goes into building a table like asking all your friends all these oh, people God. and you're like this is the first time I've heard it out loud that is a little intimidating and like do you if, if that's what you want to do but that's part of what I love about doing this with someone is that I, if someone wants notes afterwards we do them but some people don't they're like I don't even need it because just hearing it is like, yeah, enough I got it yeah. and so those are those are kind of some of the basics of what I do but well, um, I think
2: the, the cool thing you do too is like it's you're super flexible with who you're working with right and you have all these different tool sets and I know you have like different uh types of programs you offer within that but like being able to you know go from one person who has issues with this script and then coming over to someone like me who you're like I'm gonna give you some prompts for a character we don't even need to see this in the script but like stuff like that is is so insanely helpful it's just stuff I never thought about before yeah. uh and I really think a lot of this like due to your uh wide array of of skill set with this I really do think this program can help anyone of any sort of uh level within the screenwriting process and I know I, again, I joked about it being script therapy at the beginning because yes, the script is in the hot seat. But I found myself in that hot seat so many times with myself mm-hmm. because of the questions that were asked. I was like, "Oh shit, you're right. I am censoring myself. Why am I doing this? Why am I doing that?" So I think it even goes beyond just the process of screenwriting yourself, uh, screenwriting itself, and kind of dips into like the person as a screenwriter also.
0: Absolutely, yeah, and like that because because writing is just fundamentally personal, and yeah. so when you have a block with your story, it's hard to not take that personal. I mean, to this day, like, even though I'm doing all this, I'm like always very upfront with everyone. I'm like, I still like ask my husband, like, I'll be doing a rewrite. And he's like, which day is today? I'm like, oh, today's the day I suck. And no one should ever <laughs> read this ever again. And he's like, okay, See we'll talk shredder? to you. Yeah. yeah. yeah hell and yeah. then he's like, all right, well, I'll talk to you tomorrow. And then the, the next day I'm like, this is the best thing ever. So it's like, I, but I've just normalized it for myself where it doesn't scare me as much anymore. And so I feel like that it, it is, the whole thing feels like script therapy because a lot of times, if I'm asking someone, like, "All right, what do you think this block is?" They're like, "I just think I suck," and and, and I know that that's not true. I'm like, "No, you It's a feeling, yeah, but mm-hmm. like, and so I think that that there is an emotional vulnerability to sure, it yeah, because yeah. normally that's why I think writers have such a like not a bad rap, but like such like the cynical like, it, you know recluse and and because we're so we do all of that um, negative self-sabotage internally and then we kind of stew in it and sometimes having like someone literally just sitting with you and being like hey I see you and this is all valid but like feel it and then let's let it go and then let's keep going and see what happens like it is remarkable and I feel so fortunate to see how much of a difference that alone makes for someone like literally just being like you're not alone i'm sitting with you yeah. this is normal and what would happen if we if we keep moving through this or like you said okay this care you're stuck on this character here's i'm going to send you prompts this week and then it's going to open stuff up for you and then it does and yeah. then you you felt totally different about it so it's 100%. cool it really is it's like it's kind of intuitive and it's really beautiful though it, it does it does feel like deeper work than just screenwriting but it, it's like i, mean, I would never definitely, claim that but well, it, there's it a, a lot that is, goes yeah.
1: into any i think Creative. creative fields yeah. like there's 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 you have like this talent but there's a lot that goes behind the, just even the skills of it there's there's a whole lot of mental fuckery that goes oh, yeah. on yeah. That yeah you're good just and bad like, uh, i don't know yeah yeah I, I don't know i have a question do you think that your program is good for asking for a friend um if they have no experience with screenwriting only playwriting uh, do you think that, that somebody could come to the table asking for a friend, of course, hypothetically?
0: <laughs> uh, is, does the friend want to screenwrite? Is that what they're bringing yeah, to? Yeah, they have
1: lots of ideas. Absolutely, yeah. I'd say yes
0: right yeah.
2: now. <laughs> I don't I really have any idea. I'd written PAs with Tom. Uh, you know, that was kind of it.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, yes. I'm the friend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I see you. I see you. I have, I you. You. I have a table. lot of ideas that I'm yeah. just like, and I write them down, because mm-hmm. Bonnie's yeah. like, write that shit down. And I'm like, I really, but I, it's that, it's the mental wall it's the mm-hmm. block where you're just like i don't know how to screen right so the automatically it's just like
0: oh yeah <clears throat> well, my, well you
1: you kill yourself a thousand times before you even like had a chance to run and right?
0: that's yeah. literally why i called it blank page because i was like it's it really is a trigger for people like yeah. it's just a little blank you know you see it in the movies and you're like but it's real just like the little like some of those I movies
1: mean, that
3: have like the my, blinking mine's not necessarily you're like
0: yeah.
3: cool mine's not necessarily blank mine cool. just says fade in so okay, so you're like, stuck
0: on fade. Oh, you're one it. of those guys. Yeah, Wait, I got
2: started.
3: All
0: right. Like, the title all right. page you're looks a great. In guy. Yeah. Gotcha. So, I mean, I
2: I I I I know I said it already, but <laughs> anyone, literally anyone can be a part of this. And a lot of the shit I learned from it, I can apply to other creative processes as well, which is pretty amazing. Um, but like I I just I thought it was such a cool program. I've totally fallen in love with it. And I think, you know, I started off going, like, yeah, I want to write this short film, and then like 90 pages later, I was like, oh, it's not that and it was a cool thing to discover and I think you do it in such a way that's like again for any level like you can come to the table and approach it in a way that's very um, nuanced and very honest. Uh, I think that's pretty cool. I think I
3: I mean I'm sure this happens sometimes in the therapy sessions because I think to Corey's point some people might have a story and they don't know what it belongs to. Mm -hmm. They don't know if it's a short they don't know if it's a film they don't know if it's a TV show sometimes it's a comic sometimes it's a book and I think that part of the you know allowing yourself to express and find the hiccups a al- lot mm-hmm. like allows mm-hmm. you to like oh I re- I discovered that part and I think that happens in writing particularly because it is supposed to be like imagination unbound but mm-hmm. like
0: mm-hmm. you know
3: we're we're just constantly just like well it's got to be put in script format so I yeah. think just even finding the the root the point even of like, getting it on the page mm-hmm. well, yeah it's I- like from here to. And, and, it, and sometimes it doesn't count down to like the format. Sometimes it comes down to, well, why is this character this? Well, why mm-hmm. are we here? Why does yeah. the story need to be told? And
0: for everybody it's different. And that's why it's like, ultimately it's like, <laughs> to keep using therapy words, it's like it's creating a safe space for someone honestly, because it's, it's not only normalizing, it's also like empowering. Like I like to empower people because because you've been on the other side as well. I've been on the, I still, I yeah. still, it depends on the day or the hour with something that I'm like, I get it. I get it. But let's help you get out of your way instead of just sitting here forever. And that's the beauty of accountability is I think every, it's so often like the the word accountability isn't necessarily like stressful. But I sometimes think when we think about like, I need to get something done by this time, it often feels like the opposite of creativity. And yet what I have found is that it is it is the best boost that creativity. So like, I think there's yeah. like an aloofness that like some people associate with like creativity, not an aloofness, but just kind of like this, like, floating, gonna... like it'll just like come when it comes. And like I said, I had one script that literally, violently was like, we're doing this, but that's well, not the, exception. the case. It's the exception. And and if I chase that all the time, I would probably never write something mm-hmm. ever again. Into
2: the pitfall of only writing when you think you're gonna Absolutely. Like and
0: so it's like, no, we're ev- we're doing this every week and, it, and you have no obligation to be perfect or to do anything with this afterwards. That's the other thing. It's, like when when you were tripping on like well but you wanted to self edit a lot which a lot of people do and i was like not yet yeah. like let's let's get you to finish line yeah, first yeah. and then once you did yeah it's really beautiful though like it's it's also interesting for me to witness like these how i know what my things are that stand in my way and then seeing how different it manifests for everyone like i'm not sure. as much of a self editor but but like I have other stuff that I'm like, okay, Carly, like, okay. And so it's, it's so interesting, you know, like, yeah. all, right, all right, move yeah. through. Yeah, but, I get you. I see you. Uh-huh, um, uh-huh.
1: As we're as we're wrapping up, I kind of want to pull back, like, even further, like getting really simple brass tacks kind of thing for people that are watching and for people that are like, ah, oh, maybe I want to give this a go. What are the tools that you use, like Final Draft, pen and paper, apps that you might be using for your creative process of writing, like, Coffee or do you mean like literally just a pen and paper? Like to write notes. Yeah. I mean, if like what kind of tools do you use that are essential for you that are essential for your writing process?
0: Well, if you listen to script notes, you know that Craig Mason would not like what I'm about to say, but I love final draft. Mm. I just do. I just do. You know what I
1: use?
3: Highland too,
0: <laughs> and I and I've heard I, I've heard wonderful things, and I have, and I ultimately I think at some point probably will dip a toe somewhere else, but I I just love Final Draft, like I just have no complaints. But I mean
3: that that I've, you I'm assuming it. that was like your first language. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I, I we Corey and I did all the dump like Celtics, right? Duet. So oh, it's like, oh
0: well, no, 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 I take that back. Celtics was
3: yeah, was when, it was, when yeah, yeah. it was free.
0: When it was free. Yep.
3: <sighs> Back in the day. Back. That was the, that was the, the day. time. Day. That was yep. the time, yep. baby. Oh, oh God.
0: Yeah. But yeah, so I would say, like, I love Final Draft, but ultimately, I don't think it totally matters as long as you just find, like, the software, whatever, the, the, whatever works I for mean,
3: you. I mean, Spike Lee writes all his in a notebook first. Well,
0: that's what I was just going to say. For me, it's Final Draft and notes on my phone. Like, literally, notes, my notes on my phone is my precious, sweet little Is baby. it like a
1: new note that, like, when you have an idea, you're like, you write yes. a new note.
0: And if you looked at my notes, you'd be like, is she okay? Like <laughs> sometimes 7, it'll just be like, <laughs> it'll be like, um, consider Jack uh, moving differently. And it, like, and I, and I know, because I, I've I've done what you said where I'm too vague and it's yeah. literally just like, um, uh, gets too vulnerable here. And and then I'm like, what is, what did that what mean? The fuck is I, talking I can't about decode it. you. So now I'm like, okay, if I throw a character name in there or something like that, like then I'll know. So I have a thousand notes so on my phone. It looks that, like different entries from yes. different characters. Like, oh. It's just random and weird. But that yeah. is just Feels like that <laughs>
2: Great British Bake Off when they just give them the list of ingredients and like they don't yeah. tell you what order to put in. I guess bake <laughs> for how long?
0: Essentially. So I, was, I would say for me, it's like Final Draft and it's the Notes app on my phone. And I will here and there just pen and paper Sure. write some stuff out. It, more prompts, prompts I feel like if I, if I if it's less about the actual script and it's more about like the character work or whatever where I just want to explore stuff, that's a little more pen and papery for me, but but other than that, I'm I'm a simple gal. It's just final draft I, and its notes.
3: I have to ask, have you ever like physically drawn out like plot points or character like arts. No, or- you know
0: what? That's not, and it's so fascinating to me. I posted something the other day that I saw. I don't, I don't remember if you saw it, or you Saw, it, I remember. I think it was you who was like all the different ways that like for like a uh, Academy oh, the, Award were yeah, yeah. like that. Yeah, people that was me. wrote, and it was like fascinating. It was, each one couldn't have been more different. One was like straight up, like all pen and paper. And then someone else puts it, you know, somewhere like whatever. And then another was was way more, like it, they couldn't have been more different. And it was like
2: structured, like outlines, like everywhere, yeah, like and so, beat by beat. I,
0: that's not my thing. Like I've tried it, but again, I'm like, oh, that's not my thing. And instead of making myself feel like shit or like less of a writer for it. Why isn't it my but, thing? But, but yeah, no, it's <laughs> amazing. It's like, it's as much as you're like, uh, I'm like, that, but that they is do it. Yeah, exactly. It's, like, really allowing, like, radical self-acceptance of, like, what works for me what well, yeah. I mean,
3: th- I think there's part of it, too, to just put it on the positive side, to to stave off the anxiety. is just like, well, I don't need that shit.
0: <laughs> there fuck, you go. Fuck them. Yeah, you need know? That. Yeah. yeah,
3: and so, I mean, there's some people that need certain things and some people who don't.
0: I will say, I, re- I used to never outline, ever. And then when I started working with more producers, they were like... <laughs>
3: Mm-hmm. I don't want to read this. Remember
0: that time you just like writing scripts and you don't like doing any. I'm like, mm, mm-hmm. they're like, yeah, no, that doesn't work anymore. I'm like, shit. We'd but like so, to
3: see yeah, your outline. Yeah, we, so here's a 40 page so, outline. Show your work.
0: Exactly. I, I do prefer like God. treatments and scriptments because then I can just do it my way. Like I, do, I don't like, I like long winded. I don't like short. But that being said, having to learn that, working with people that were like, you need to do this. I've gotten better at it, and it doesn't freak me out quite as much. But it's no longer I, a
2: block, not right. at all.
0: But it it is not my innate way. But I'm I'm learning depending on the project, or if it's like something. If I'm up for like adapting something, I'm like, well, of course I'm doing a treatment. I'm not writing a script for an after-. like you know what I mean. So it's like it I don't know. But so outlining was one of those things for me where I it was not something that came natural to me. It was not something I felt I needed until. Other people got in the building.
3: (laughs) Um, I'm I'm in a couple different writing discourses on the internet and stuff like that. I wanted to ask you just because I think it's kind of an interesting thing. What do you find easier to do? Writing action or writing dialogue?
0: Dialogue all day, all day. Now why
3: why not action?
0: I think uh, a huge part of it is I feel, I think it's a couple things. I think one, having an acting background knowing so much of how I build a character when I'm reading something is through the dialogue. I feel like I get to know really who someone is through dialogue. So having that been be there before I started writing was to me, I always feel like I get to know my character so much better through the dialogue. Um, and I also feel like I'm like, for lack of a better term, kind of like channeling a character when I'm in dialogue and very rarely in action. Action, I get a little bit more thinky and it like I start. My first draft is the pros, is like, whoo, child. Rageous. I mean, it's <laughs> like, yeah, like my first draft, I was like, thick,
2: I,
3: yeah,
0: <laughs> just thick blocks. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, my first draft is always just like floral and 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 uh, like you. The, the good news is, is I remember one time I did share a first draft with someone, I don't know if that was a stupid. Thing or not, but they were like, the good news is I can literally see everything you're describing. Yeah. But I think you can do it with a lot less yes. words. And I was like, yes. So Terminator. God, yes. So I've learned, I've I've learned to do that way quicker now. I'm not as precious anymore. But I used to be really precious about it. And I'm, you you, you kind of can't be about certain things. But action, I just think, um, to me, it's we've talked about this a lot. How you can say the most with the yes. least amount, and it's the most fulfilling work when you can do it, and it like, and you find it. You're like that sentence pops like that is exactly <laughs> it, it, it says what i'm so trying so much to say. in five letters but that being said it's also stressful to me because i i think there's also a lot of you hear a lot of you know script notes or whatever else you hear a lot of people's opinions about action like it's you know it's too floral it's too this it's too that and it, again it's like i i just i don't know i just pref- and i also prefer reading dialogue and scripts myself as a reader i'm i am i do Tend to zone out a little bit more if it gets too action heavy. I'm just more based in dialogue, but so I think that I think that's probably why. But I also think the acting is a huge part of that. It's oh, yeah. just like how I've always read scripts, so it's like I always. It's have the first to language
2: thing again. It's like a,
0: yeah, I 100%. here's where I used to live. And- Absolutely, but that like that being said, when you read good action, it's like oof. Oh, when yeah. you write good action, it's Re- like, ooh. Yeah.
3: Reading the Matrix script is great.
0: Oh, oh, I gotta read that.
3: It's great. It's great. Just the opening sequence, you're like, oh my God. And they, and when they write it in such a good tone, you're like, oh, this is noir. Oh, no, it's not noir. <laughs> What's going on?
0: I want to read Dune so oh. bad because all I kept thinking when I was watching is I was like, I'm that nerd now that I'm like, God, I want to read this script. <laughs> <But> like, <laughs> this is like my husband's over there like, the cinematographer, I'm like, I want to read these pages, baby. <laughs> like, because it it is like when you see something that is so world building. So I mean, and like there is dialogue, but it is such a visual film. I was like, I want to read how they wrote this action.
3: Yeah, I would love to see how they did the uh, the gumdrop bar scene. Oh a, my written, god. Like- Okay, so what what did they write? Because I feel like you don't have to write anything. You just yeah. do all the dialogue. Yeah, Just like I'm curious
1: that in? there's a script for a movie called Together. It had James McAvoy in it. It was a recent movie. Oh, yeah. And it's just two people. Oh, yes. And I'd be That's really for, for me as an actor, I was like, I want to read this. Mm. I want to do this. Yeah. This is really cool. <laughs> uh, I want to do so. Cause it it was one of those movies that I walked away that I was like, as a potential writer and I should write an, this. As an actor, I was like this is something that I would want to make. Mm, like it God. had so much heart and moments that you were like, I need to pause this. I'm going to go fetal. I'll BRB. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, then,
3: but I think earlier you were saying like, visual
0: that is. finding
3: the, finding the scripts that, that, that speak to you. That's like things that you yeah. want to write are going to be. Fucking yeah. It's huge. like, how did they explain Absolutely. this moment?
0: And, and like, truthfully, the best thing you can do is find that script. And I will say the thing, nothing, if you, anyone who knows me, nothing bothers me more than the, the lack of his accessibility to so many scripts out there it's it it drives me insane there's no better tool for writers to become better writers than to read already made scripts yeah and it is, it's, I'm not saying it's impossible. Like, uh, I think like this, I think Script Lab well, has like a bunch. There's,
3: there, and the, the tough thing is that there's websites that just have like a transcription of it. And oh, it's not information. And, yeah. and honestly,
0: that to me, I'm like, should be illegal. Like you, the transcription is is not garbage. a script. It's garbage. And uh, like, I remember um, I love Silver Linings Playbook and I I could not find it for so long and I kept, <laughs> Finding the damn transcript. And I was like, "This if this is anything like the script, this is awful. And the movie was great, but the script is bad. Then I read the script and it's absolutely amazing. And it's even
3: tenfold for TV. Because you're just like, how am I gonna find this specific episode that was like a bottle episode? And it's like written by some person that was just brought off the street. It's
0: truly like one of the things that I just wish. There's no
3: like, well, Category that's kind of why of when I gave you the script that I gave you, Corey, it was such a big deal because I'm like, mm, I have access to these scripts.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, and you find your little pockets and yeah. don't get me started on when you have to like, and I have when you have to pay for them. There's mm. like, like I we watched uh, Angel Heart not that long ago. And I really wanted to read the script for it for some reason. I was like, I'm so fascinated by this. I want to read the script but I have to pay freaking money for it. And I did it because I was curious enough and I was like, whatever, but right. I won't do that again probably soon. But like, to me, I'm like, that is the easiest thing to give back to like the yeah. up and coming writing community yeah. well, also, and actors too.
3: But also don't, don't people above want better writers? Don't they want them to be like, oh, learn from the best, totally. learn from the great. Yeah. Well, and the
0: other thing is then a lot of times what they do drop is not, what they do drop, that just sounded kind of yeah, cool. I don't know. Do drop. I don't know. Write a song about it. Yeah, what yeah. they do drop. Uh- <laughs> get my notes out. It's about the morning. I'm just rain, right? gonna write the
2: word do drop and in a week I'll go, What the fuck is yeah, this?
0: Exactly. Um what they do put out there is the is the altered script after they shot uh,
2: and oh, not the, the script. script? Yeah. yeah,
0: and like again, I'll take it over nothing, I will take it. Right. But again, I'm like, it is so much more of an edu- education to show writers when actually got what and, exactly yeah. what got what did they shoot the movie off of, and then and ultimately then what, what did yeah what they because that to me I I say that to a lot of people, especially if if they are starting to dip a toe, I'm like, pick your favorite movie, watch it, go read the script, and then do the opposite, read the script, go watch the movie because. It's it's the ultimate education. It just yeah.
3: is. Th- there's one thing that I also learned. I did do one of those mentorship writer lab things and all that stuff. And you're 100% right. That, like you can pay a lot of money. You maybe get marginal differences out of it. But finding someone that you could be personal with is like tenfold because yeah. they're catering towards you versus like you're in a class and you're Ex- like, yeah. I'm some random butthole. Yep. Um <laughs> But to that point, <laughs> to add. Visual. <laughs> uh, uh, well. I'm a random butthole at yeah, a point in kids. <laughs> Don't. Um, watch your favorite movie and then try to write it yourself and then mm. see what sticks out most for oh, you. I and love then that. read the script and be like, I didn't write anything what they wrote. <laughs> but then that tells you what your language is. Mm. That tells you, like, oh, you what mess. wrote the
0: butthole version. You right? wrote yeah. the butthole version, which yeah. is like,
3: this is Seymour uh,
1: Butthole version. <laughs> so. There it is. <laughs> Yeah, I think this could so easily a gorgeous be a four-hour end on. <laughs> <laughs> um, before we get to the the ending housekeeping, where can people follow you where they where can they find your program where where do we do you send want to be everybody? followed <laughs>
0: <laughs> only only online even that still kind of freaks me out I don't know. the whole, thing, the whole thing's still so we're gonna cool. flood and send
3: them all to you yeah <laughs> I don't
0: know I don't know um, the Instagram I have for this particular uh, program is at blank page coaching. Right, Corey? <laughs> right. Yes, yes. My brain just went, right? No, it is. Check it, it out. Is. It is. It's at Blank Page Coaching. Um, my regular Instagram is just Carly M. Casey. But then my website is my name, carlycasey.com. And it has some of my background and all that stuff. But then if you go to coaching, it has all the info that you would need um, to contact me and do a free consult. And that is something I will say that I'm very passionate about is like we do free consults mm-hmm. because it has to be a mutual match. It's not just about someone being like, or me being like, you know, are you right? From it has to be mutual. Can be oh, random sure. bubble. It can't be random <laughs> And listen, there's, there are some. There and, are some. And you know what? Absolutely. But also, like, someone might ultimately talk to me and go, "Actually, I thought this was something else, not whatever." And so, I feel very strongly Two-way about street. absolutely. Like, yeah. you can't, you can't do something. Well, like you're this.
1: entering into a very personal agreement.
3: Well, yeah.
0: I and, think,
1: and any guru off the street will just take you in. Hundred percent. And I'm
0: like, hell no, no, mm-hmm. hell no. So it's really like it's a 20 minute where we just. Talk about what it would look like, what what you think you need, all that stuff. So, if you want to do that, know that we're doing a 20 minute console for free yeah, yeah. before we do anything because it's important to me that we both feel two thumbs up about it. Yeah,
2: I cannot recommend it enough.
0: Jump thank on you, it, Corey. y'all. You're it the was best. very cool. Yeah, can
3: I just add a little bit just for everyone who is planned doing the 20 minute console? Also, just thank Carly because it takes time. <laughs> like, when everyone reads your scripting, they just like, okay, cool, and you didn't pay for it. That's that's big. That's huge. And, yeah. And taking your creative, like, advice, uh, I think that's huge, so.
1: Yeah, any anytime Bonnie, when she would have a friend read her script, she was like, wow, they took the time mm-hmm. to, like, take in my words. And, and and
0: absolutely, and I will say, I do want to specify just to be clear, the 20-minute console, because some people are actually, as they should be, very protective of their stuff. I won't take, I won't read anything until we have an agreement set in place because a lot of people are paranoid about their stuff being taken, because, which is both... Totally, I get it. And the other part of me is like, uh, no one's stealing your stuff. But I yeah. get it. I do get it. So that being said, we do a consult before I read anyone's thing because I want it to be clear that there is a trust there. And I obviously have like terms and agreement. Like I'm not going to touch it. Yes. I can't do anything. Everyone's this, protecting
3: everyone. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Everyone's protected. But also that is why I love the script therapy so much because I'm like, I... I want to take the actual time with someone. And that means me typically reading a script three to four times. You know what I mean? It's not once. It's not one and done. It's like hours on my part of like, I'm treating this like it's my own. So I feel yeah, like we yeah. could do I think a, we part, did,
1: a part two of protect yourself. Yeah, Protect yourself. Yes. Yeah. I'll tell absolutely. a story after we're done. Okay. But, there's but yes, there yourself. is, by two. the way, I did
0: not mean to in any way, just seem like I was disregarding the point of protecting yourself. You should. That's yes. why I don't take people's work unsolicited. I just mean, sometimes people get very, I, I, you're like, uh, let me help you. Yeah, let, yeah. <laughs> I'm here to help. Yes, yeah. Let's remember that. Yes, that's Anyways. all. Yes. Uh, Protect yourself. Thank <laughs> you so much for joining
2: this was us. Awesome. For yeah. Yeah. This is awesome. Thank you so much.
1: Uh, everybody at home, thank you so much for listening uh, wherever you're at. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. We are everywhere podcasts can be heard. So stop by, rate, and review us uh, uh, there. Tell us where us you're your at. And share with your friends and family. Uh, <laughs> if you're on YouTube, thanks for watching. Appreciate you. Uh, subscribe. Sh- that, share with your friends and family, all that kind of stuff. All of our housekeeping, all of the stuff, the links, the socials, all that kind of stuff can be found. Nerdon.tv. It has all of the linky links everywhere that we can be found. Our whole catalog is there. Uh, Some of the podcast apps do limit how many podcast episodes show. So you can go right to our website and the hundreds of episodes are there. So check it out. Do consider joining that Nerdon Nation like I mentioned at the top. That, That does help us grow and to be the best that we can be. It allows us to upgrade our content and all that kind of stuff. So do check it out, nerdon.tv TV. Back. If slash nothing else, just Patreon. watch Tom for a <laughs> yeah, little bit. You can just, <laughs> hey, we
3: want you to grow. We Don't want us to grow. This. We want you to grow in your writing. And, and there's always innuendo.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Hey, 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 hey. It's like,
3: called nuance. Show. Hey, <laughs> hey, we're NerdOn, the shower. You could be the listener, to the grow. Okay. Uh, oh, wow. Oh.
1: So on that. Let's get the hell out of here. <laughs> we appreciate you all. Take care of yourselves. You know the drill. As always, NerdOn. Nerd on. Ending broadcast.